everybody and welcome back to another episode of the the slapping k-pop podcast i am kayla and today i am here with sammy again hello um and today it'll be a running theme it'll be a running theme for the rest of the year and probably after the end of the year so (laughs) so this episode is a filler episode it is in terms of the canon of this podcast it really is because we have a lot of things going on right now that we're preparing for October and November and we're just like we need something like really like low well not low ever but things that don't take a lot of like preparing like things yeah, that don't involve had... watching multiple seasons of a show unlike really. our last episode on the penthouse three and, and like, our next all episode of October and November which is just all produce month and K dramas yeah but yeah so this is more just we have opinions some like like to call them unpopular opinions. But also people from the internet have unpopular opinions, and we're gonna talk about our opinions on their unpopular opinions. Yes, yes. So much like we are reacting to cave up unpopular opinions. Yes, yes, you could say that. We have you become a reaction that. podcast. Here we are. We are a reaction podcast, here we go. This is probably but the closest we're gonna get to talking about K pop for a while, so it will be. Yeah. So like this is our K pop opinions for this year. Until we get also, to the worst source of the year. So yes. here you go. So if you're an audio only listener, we will be reading them, but just so you know, I have sourced all of them from Tumblr, like I think it's just yeah, K pop uh unpopular K uh unpopular K pop Yep, yep. And, like, a couple other, you know, unpo- uh, Radio 1 K-pop, a bunch of other just places that post unpopular K-pop opinions. So none of these you can find opinions them. we'll be reading out are ours. No. But we will be talking about our opinions on those opinions. Yes, you can find K-pop unpopular opinions really wherever you go, even if you're not looking for them, so. <laughs> oh, yeah. They, go- they appear everywhere. Yep. So, really, this is just us talking about the lovely opinions we get, we get all the time. Uh-huh. And there's some funny ones sprinkled in here, so I yes, have yes. all of these in a folder. There's no rhyme or reason to the order, I just have them. We're just gonna go at random for the fun. Yep. Yep. So, let me just pick a random one place to start. Let's go... Uh, I don't want to do a terribly controversial one to begin. Let's yeah, not let's do... Yeah, start it off, like, more light, light-hearted, I guess. If you okay. have any of those. I mean, there's one here that I find very... Uh, let's go with this one. Okay. Alright, so the first one I have here is... About NCT. Oh, yes. Oh, timely, actually, considering... Ti- very timely. Sticker came out today. It's- it's not about sticker, though. Mm-hmm. I am really disappointed that SM scrapped NCT Dream's concept. I thought it was cool and would allow newer members to shine since they're mostly in that age range and don't get put in more stable units right away. I I rather the original members just formed another subunit entirely instead of SM ditching the idea. By the way, when I say concept, I mean the graduation system, not the cutesy style slash image NCT Dream used to have. I have thoughts about this. Interesting. So, I also I ne- think it's weird that SM introduced that entire concept and then decided, no, we're not going to do that anymore. I mean, it's not the first time they've done it. No. Super Junior. They've done it all the time. I think SM is obsessed with having a group have a graduation system, and it never works out because their groups their are- Their groups are too popular. The problem with- 
that's the problem with graduation systems in general. No group has been able to have a successful graduation system except you can maybe argue after school. The only groups and that, that have done it iffy. are, yeah, it's very iffy. The only groups who have it are like very unpopular groups where the graduation system is essentially them kicking out old members and bringing in like younger, newer New members. members. Exactly. And it's not an official graduation system. Yeah. No group has announced we are debuting with a graduation system because that no. sort of forces you to never care. Yeah. That's a... So... They've got it figured also, out in terms of, like, like AKB has that, and, like, whatever, has that figured out the thing entirely. AKB but AKB is, is, AKB like, is an entirely so different people. beast of yeah. its own. There, I think that there is a reason that you have an AKB in Japan, China, and Thailand, and a bunch of and other countries. And not in countries. Korea. But not there is in not Korea. a single exactly. yeah Korean branch of that. That's exactly that. Mm-hmm. And the other thing is, I think we can talk about this. So I I do think it is weird. SM stopped it. Yeah. But the problem with that is, by this point, if they had kept that graduation system, NCT Dream would be Chunla, Jisung, Shotaro, and Sung Chan, and that's and that's it. a that's a weird group of that's people, a weird group of people. One. Because I think that that only works if NCT becomes the new AKB Korea. Yeah. Because they would need so many more people to do it. Because essentially what NCT... So the way that it would have to work is essentially all of the members of NCT Dream might as well just be like a separate subunit at this point. And then we bring in like eight new people in their new NCT Dream, which is kind of, it's kind of dumb when you think about it from like a marketing or even practical standpoint. The other thing is I'm very curious because, I mean, they've done nothing with Sung Chan and Shotaro this whole time. They They have, have Shotaro's like a a music show host and that's all he's got going on right now, I think. Yeah, they're really, and Sung Chan at one point was a music show host yeah, of something yeah, i forget I what he know. was that, but that's about all that they can but do that's right all now. they're doing yeah yeah because they're not in a unit and the thing with nct is i think either they need to start making more i would honestly prefer it if nct gained no more people there's a lot of people because there's NCT already right so now. many people it took me forever to learn all of them i know all of them at this point but i do think that when you start to become that akb style it is already a, to a point where you can be a fan of one unit of NCT and not care about the other ones. That's why you have such varying levels of popularity for certain Oh, numbers. yeah. Like, the, the popularity blew varies dra- drastically in the entirety like, of NCT. You don't need, yeah, and you really don't need to be a fan of certain... If you only like 127, I would not be surprised if you did not know one singular thing about Chun-La. Because you like don't I mean, need to. Dan Dan is the same way. He cares only about Wavy and like couldn't name you a single member of like NCT Dream except for like maybe Mark. Probably Mark. Yeah, yeah, that's it. And I think that's the genuine thing with it is that you don't need to care. And I feel like more members would just make would just exacerbate that. But the thing is, I would is honestly now that, rather now that SM is doing this concept, I have a fear that we're never getting a non-NCT boy group out of SM Entertainment, like, ever, ever again. again. Like, this is just how it is now. I mean, that's possible. Because at this point, with they have so many, because, like, we are gonna have, like, whatever, military enlistments and everything mm-hmm. soon, but we also have determined that more than, like, only Half 40, only, like, 42% to. of NCT is Korean, so most of them will not so, have to enlist. And the thing with that is that when when NCT 127s go into the military, they will have all of Dream. Yeah. All of them. Because mm-hmm. they're so, they're so young when, that they'll be here, and then by the exactly. time NCT 127 comes back, 
then Dream, Dream will go. go, and then Wavy will just continue on. And then, forever. And then Wavy will never, <laughs> and then Wavy will never have stopped. Wavy will just continue to go the whole time. Yeah. So personally, I honestly, I like the sentiment of this unpopular opinion. I do think it is an unpopular opinion because I think people adore Dream. Yeah, I think a lot of people are, are on board with Dream staying. I as mean, a fixed personally. Unit. I I love Way V. Is they're probably my favorite unit. Yeah. I think Dream is my second favorite unit. Yeah, personally. same. I think they're, I, they they're are. very. Good. I like them better than One Two Seven at this point now. For I sure. do as well. Oh yeah. I think that it's like they they had tried the graduation contest because they did try to graduate Mark and then everyone and that was did upset. Not work. And so they're like, we're gonna bring Mark back. And then they realize that they hit a snag because because Renjun, uh, Hechan. G, Jamin. Uh, Jimin and Je- and Jenna are all We're the all same. We're all going to graduate at the Four same time. Four of them yeah. are the same age. What you cannot have a group that is the majority the same age. Yeah, because that just does not. It's not how that works. It is. It was a mistake. Um, it is it a. a it was a cute idea at first, but I think the farther it's cute in theory, the farther but I don't Dream think it works. got into their career, the less practical of an idea that became for sure. Oh, truly. Yeah. All right. You want to move on to the next one? Sure. Let's see the next one. The next one is, Drippin is one of the worst names I've ever seen for a K-pop that is group, so bar none. That is so, whoever, so bad. Whoever okayed it should be fired immediately. It's so bad. Correct. Oh, it's 100% correct. correct. That's a terrible name for a group. I don't understand why they thought that was a good idea in the slightest. I have no idea who okayed it. I have no idea why we think it why was good. I don't know why on earth that is a name that we needed to name a K-pop group. Like, absolutely. And yet here we are. No that is the, that is the name that. we got them. But I also think that that, is it the worst name, though? I think T1419 is pretty bad. Like, that one is T1419 is truly terrible. What else? Because we were talking about how terrible a lot of the names of 20. Wizards? Wizards of the World. Wow. Pretty bad, yeah. Um, but the fact that we have two wows. Two of them. I'm trying to think of whoever, what what other groups, because we were talking about how terrible the K-pop names were in 2020. We were. Because we, I mean, there was we a lot of just letters. E-Last, we had Bay173. Oh, Bay173 is pretty bad. I forgot about that. There's a lot, a lot of the newer groups. Yeah. I mean, Light Sum is not Light a great Light Sum is name. not great. Um, I think that there's just, I mean, even something like a Purple Kiss. Purple Kiss is Purple weird. Kiss is fine, I guess. I mean, there's just a lot of names where I'm like, what are... Because the thing with older K-pop, older K-pop used to be that it was either an acronym for something. So you had a TBXQ, mm-hmm. BAP, even BTS. All of them are acronyms. Yeah. Or you had just a English word, but maybe spelt differently. Like I'm totally, f- I'm totally fine with the English word, but spelt kind of different. Like, that is... A, a In theory, that's theory. what Drippin' is. No, but it's just a bad word. Like, that's just poor word choice. Drippin' is almost like if you just call the K-pop group moist. Yeah, it's, like, terrible word choice for that is really what it ends up. It's, like, you, you like, picking, like, a lot of groups are just named an English word, but this was not the correct English word and how we should be using no, it all. No, no, no. It's a bad name. I think K-pop names have gotten worse. I think mainly just because there's so many K-pop groups and you cannot overlap. I still remember when Golden Child came out as the name of them, and I'm just like, because it was rumored before that they they were going to be named Vector, and I was like, why did we go Golden Child? Like, why on earth are we doing that? Vector would be better. It was so much better. 
Vector. Why do we not have a K-pop group called Vector? I don't know. That's a great name. It was such a good name, and I thought it made sense after Infinite that the next group was going to be Vector, and I was like, that sounds great, and then we came out Golden Child, and I'm like, what the fuck is this? Hey, Island Season 2. Get on it. Oh, and- Hype Labels. And Hypen is a a weird name. And Hypen's not a great name. (laughs) They got a bad name. And Hypen is not a terribly great name. But now we also have the fact that we have, because we have, um- TO1 now. Yes. Which is two, Oh my god, we got a TO1, we have JO1. Then we have JO1, which one. is J pop. We have Into One. Yeah. And then we have like. There's another one. Like Into It. Into It, yeah. There's. And then too you have many. Infact. There's way too many of those. There's so And then there's like I oh, and I, I, and I is now. the new one, yeah. And I'm just like. We gotta, I is. I think all of the produce names are kind of stupid. We as gotta well. have some creativity here, please. Just a little bit, maybe. <laughs> A little bit. Just I think maybe we a need little more. bit of creativity. I mean, I think I like the fact that we're past the point of everything needing to be an acronym. I don't need to. I don't need the words Teen Top to be an acronym. I don't need M Black to be an acronym. I don't need Vix to be an acronym. That's not actually that's an, not acronym an acronym for acronym. any Vix of the is letters. Not an Vix. acronym for Vix at all. It is, and yet it is not. I don't need ever. I'm happy that we've sort of moved away from acronyms. Yes. I will say that I don't think this is an unpopular opinion because I think many people think that they're one of the worst named K-pop groups right now. They are terribly named. I don't think that's unpopular. I think that is a very popular opinion. Because I like them, and I still think their name is garbage. I mean, I like them less and less as the comebacks That is true. They have been getting worse at each comeback, so it's been not great. Wollum, do better, please. Wollum's gotta do better. (laughs) Alright, next one? Yes. This one's about something we know a lot about. Interesting. People have far too much faith in the K-pop industry. After one of the produce seasons, when everyone was suspicious of voting manipulation, I remember someone saying that there's no way they would do that because it would be lying to the public and they could go to jail for that. And here we are. Here we are. They lied to the public and they're going to jail. Some people <laughs> have far too much faith in this industry and what the people making the money are willing to do to make more. Those people do not care about your trainee's dream, never have, never will. I agree with this one. Yes, yes, that's 100% correct. People have this tendency, and I think that more so than produce, I want to talk about company stands. Oh, yeah. Oh, the company stands are a lot. Because there are people that think that a company is going to look out for their their faves. Yeah. I'm sorry, sweetie. And companies do not care about your faves. The thing is, is they, they, care, they care more about their own company's image than they do anything else. And by extension, they have to care about the groups that they have and then the individual people. But it's not, I wouldn't say it's necessarily coming from a place that they need to protect, like, the actual oh, trainees. Yeah. It's coming from a way more no. selfish point of view. Again, as we've seen many times, an idol will get cut before the company will lose a single penny from them. Yeah. They will just cut them I off. think you they can see a out, lot of how um, companies sort of dealing with their artists from, like, scandal, like, uh, like out of a scandal, whatever. What's the word I'm looking for here? Uh. Uh. Post-scandal. Post-scandal. What, there's a word that's, that I, that's like a word for this, but I don't know what it is. We're, it's escaping us. It's yeah. fine. But, um, yeah, it's very interesting that, uh, I mean, people do have a lot of faith in the industry where it's like, oh, that's illegal, they would never do it. And I think that's a lot of very naivety from, like, very young K-pop fans who still see... Because, again, the thing with K-pop is that it is a very abusive industry. 
And that is a cave mm-hmm. up and is something you need to come to terms with on your own time. That these idols are very, like, they're overworked. The thing they go through during their training period is not fun, and it's probably oh, not, not healthy at all. for children. It is not healthy for a child. Damage to control. That. That's what the word I was looking for. There you <laughs> go. But like, yeah, no, K-pop training is truly terrible for the idols involved. Mm-hmm. It is, and, and I think it's it's honestly not that different company to company no. how terrible the trainee system is i know you the only difference probably is the quality of like trainers the they training? have for the trainees but i think the general yeah. concept of like being a trainee is pretty much the same for like every major k-pop company yeah unless you're getting to like the super minutia of like the truly, the, like, truly, truly the truly terrible of, like ts entertainment like once we get over the, like that no level. that is even abuse that is even that's worse. like I'm talking, abuse like the companies with no name and no money to their name who can't even train you yeah that's where you might be having a different well, you don't get any experience. training really and you're just but anything there. from yeah anything from like a from your top tier because i've always seen people say that Oh, JYP, like, what of the big three would you train under? I'm like, I feel like it's, it's not gonna particularly be, different. I think the only the thing that is different is that the different skills you get. Because there's de- yes. definitely, like, SM is a very vocal-heavy company. JYP is a more performance-heavy company. performance, I'd say performance yeah, then, more so than dance. And then YG is oh, a heavy, yeah. heavily hip-hop rap type company. Yeah. So they're, like, I think that's the only thing that people... You can really You're go not really going to get a different experience yeah, in terms it's more of you will constantly have the evaluations. You're constantly going to have them watching your every move, and that's the truth. Yeah, and I've watched enough survival programs, both, like, produce and, like, company-specific ones, to know that they all essentially have the same setup for how they're monitoring trainees. Oh, yeah. Like, they get the monthly evaluations, and they get told that they're terrible a lot of the time and have to do better. And, like, it's essentially, yeah. like, a constant cycle of that. Yeah. And I do think that, like... Again, there is this rose-colored glasses, especially when... Because I remember being very early into K-pop and being a very early K-pop fan. And, like, you do almost want to make... And you see this when you get those, like, long, hour-long exposed videos about the terrors of the K-pop industry. It's, like, as if that is new information. Right. That is widely available information that every K-pop fan gets has to digest and has to come to terms I with I was aware over of time. both Super Junior and EXO's, like... Scandals, scandals of the Chinese members leaving the group due to unfair treatment before I was even really into either of those groups. Exactly. Like, I read the Wikipedia page and I, like, saw or the like scandal the section and it was just there. Or, like, the TVXQ articles yeah. or, like, even, like, your Burning Sun situations. And these are all things that you are presented with. Or even just the basic, the fact that there are uh, K-pop female idol diets yeah. that we know of and that they talk about openly on variety shows oh, that yeah. we know about that are extremely like unhealthy it's to like, have because there's ones where it's literally like eating like two sweet potatoes and like a banana oh yeah and like or do you know the one that's like, like you can day. eat or you know the one that you can eat anything but it has to fit in this very small yeah. cup mm-hmm. that that kind of thing right and i feel Which like is... anyone who is even like the slightest bit invested into k-pop is aware of how k-pop works as a whole and that's why i hate oh, yeah. when people who know nothing about k-pop make all of these videos on like why k-pop is horrible and they always mention the trainee system and how everything is so much like a factory and i'm just like number yes, one everyone's aware that there are d- problems in k-pop there's a lot of problems in k-pop there are problems in every music industry they're just different yes 
Like you're not gonna sit here and like sit on like a, a holier Your than thou horse. Hor- like high horse because you are saying you're never gonna like K-pop because of how bad the trading system is. Well, guess what? There's like multitudes of problems in every other music reasons. industry as well. Like, like if you hate the trainee system and you hate all that nonsense, you would hate any sort of recording contract or any sort of actual like unless you're only listening to indie to artists. Indie, yeah. <laughs> Who are, like, recording from their garage. hmm You, like, everything is just sort of a cycle of abuse. Because, again, anything that brings in money, anything that'll give you power, they do not care about these children. hmm They don't. Like, you, there are people- I, I, I like to say this thing of, like, overall, you can have company people that care about people. But at the end of the day, most of these companies are run by a board. Yeah. And it is very easy for a board- board of people to become very desensitized and dehumanized oh yeah where it's like it is not this you can say that jyp or um bang pd or anything like that has power and they do oh they are probably very they have a lot of power but at the end of the day the true people that own jyp sm all of that are a board of directors yeah there's a board of people there's multiple you have to make these decisions Mm -hmm. And most of them are faceless people you've never heard of. Yeah, and a, a lot of the, um, like, JYP is, like, the person I, like, come to much is because he's such a public figure. He is And he is the head of figure. JYP Entertainment. It's, like, a lot of people see him and see his vibe and think that that's how, that's, how that's all of whole... JYP is run. But there are so many other elements other involved people. in that that he is, and he's been in the entertainment industry for so long that he's very used to being a public figure and, like, being, like, a face and having like a different persona when you're doing broadcasts and everything that it you don't really think about how many other just straight business People. executives are involved in everything involving like k-pop yeah. all right so i think overall i agree greatly with this person who's like yes, yes. yes even after the produce scandal where it's like oh they would never do that that's lying i'm like yes yeah, people but people lie. lie. <laughs> like People lie a lot. Especially when they're especially being offered bribes from companies, so... Or especially when there's an opportunity to make a ton... It's like, can I make... If I can make $100 with the group that the people want, or I can make $1,000 with the group that I think is better, right? I'm gonna go with what I think is better. Because I will say, I, I do think a lot of the decisions they made in the Purdue scandal and the people who got kicked out of the group were... For the basis of Company. making a more cohesive group at the end of the day. Yeah. And I think that they took the bribes from the companies that they could also bring them popularity. Yeah. It's all these bigger, mm-hmm. these bigger companies. Yep, yep. Yeah. Alright, next one? Next one. Something I really can't understand is when people make a newborn baby group their favorite. One with no pre-debut promotions or appearances, and treat them like gods right away. It just seems so silly. Look at Aspa. Mm-hmm. They're talented and they had a nice debut song, but why are they? Why are you already treating them as the best thing to ever happen to K-pop? You know they literally have one song, right? Love them all you want, but it's too soon for them to be anyone's absolute favorite over all others. Yes. I agree with this. Hundred percent, because I know I know are... multiple people like this, and I think that's what makes me agree with it more. Yes, because honestly, I think that there is liking a group. You can like a group from debut. You can be invested in a group from debut. Mm-hmm. But I do think it has to like gradually come up, like 
I like them. I like yeah. them more. And they, like, gradually come, become your bigger, bigger bias Right, list. right. This, I think, was written after they only had Black Mamba. They had, Because this yeah. is an older one. They still only, at this point in time, they have three, three. songs. Three songs. And they just announced to me. And two of those three songs are, like, remakes. Are essentially covers, yeah. yes. I think that, uh, I mean, I do, th- I mean, this happens a lot with a lot of newer groups. We saw this happen a lot with Luna. Luna had, Luna the had a whole so year I don't want to talk about stuff, that. yeah. Like, I think if they have pre-debut, like, I have technically Card had a year of pre-debut before they debuted, yeah. and people really liked it. And a lot, lot of groups these days, at yeah. least someone has been on a survival show. So if you're following individual people, like, you're going to follow That's them. That's different. So, like, for Purple Kiss and stuff, like, not everyone was on Produce, but it, some of them were... Some of them were, and even then, I feel like unless and they also had pre debut. For stuff. example, um, and hypen. Yeah, I can understand why people would already have and hypen there because you have had like twelve hours to invest your time. If you followed this group a group boys. through an entire survival show, like you do have a right to have them. As, you like, do a have favorite. a right to have. Yeah, like eyes one, I understand. Mm-hmm. Ioi, all of them, I completely get. Yeah. The thing is, when you have a comp- there's very few now. There's very few there's groups. There's very few that have no literally history. nothing. You know nothing but, about them. And like, there's always one or two members. But I even feel like if you only have like one member or two members, yeah, that's different because this is an entirely new group dynamic. You right. may not like the direction that this group goes. Right, right. So like, even, I know like, um, there's that's kind of how light some was because a lot of people really like Chowan. She was one of the people, um, yeah, manipulated out of Ice One. <laughs> But manipulated out. She, um, the like concepts of lightsome is very different than what anyone was expecting for that group to be. Mm-hmm. And I, I do like it. I think it's cute, but it is not what a lot of people were expecting. So I think uh, they uh-huh. did probably lose some people because of that. Yeah, I don't know. I think that overall, I think you just have to. I prefer it when you just let a group grow and like because because I a think debut so. Group, yeah, will never. If you look at a debut song, it is very rare that you look back two or three years later, and that is one, the concept, and two, that is like their best where song. you their best song, and not just that, but the concept that they truly stuck yeah. with. Yeah. It's very rare that that happens, and that's different than growing and evolving. It's that yeah. a debut song is like meant to be like, hi, we're here, mm-hmm. and now you can, like, it is many times they're quite generic. Right, right. Because you're not really there, you're there to make a statement piece, not to learn about any of the members. I think the closest group that I did this for was Lucy. Um, yeah. But Lucy was on Superband, so when they debuted, they did have other music out, and they did have, like, content, but also- And also, I think that- They were at, like, they, also... they were not, like, immediately my favorite. They're still at, like, six for me now, and when I first, like, when I think I, when I did my first that, boy group they're... ranking, they were still in, like, the- the somewhere like the 15 to 10 yeah, yeah, range yeah. yeah not just that but also they're not our fi- they're immediately they're not even our fi- we both love lucy yes i, I think all lot. of us love lucy at least on the podcast but none of us would say lucy's our favorite band no i have another f- i have, have another favorite band we all have one band above them still Everyone and like will still, it, yeah. maybe eventually will lucy overtake yes right but that's like saying like um for example stacy I loved Stacey last year. Like, Stacey, after they yeah. had so bad, mm-hmm. Stacey was an immediate, like, very high up there. Yeah. Stacey is still not within my, like, it takes time, and they're going up there in my bias list. Maybe one day they will be my favorite girl Right. Group. But not yet. They're not yet. They're not And there. I think that is just also, I think a lot of people get, you get on the hype. Yeah. And that you have a lot of, I don't know about 
Espa because I feel like Espa Espa's a lot of is the, almost like a secret. The thing with Espa is still like a the secret. The thing with Espa is a lot of the SM people who are in Bond yeah, yeah, that, yeah. and that's really mainly the people who are just like who saw them and saw their debut and were gonna convince themselves to like them no matter what. They were gonna be your favorite no matter what. Yeah. But like even like uh, it happened a lot with Weekly. It happens a lot with a lot of yeah uh, Weekly. It happened. And I remember. Yeah, Dan. Look at Dan. Look at Dan. The thing with that is that constantly with that, I think people, you get a lot of hype, you get really into the hype, and, like, especially with, like, new debut groups, there's a lot of content very quickly. Yeah. Because, like, with older groups, you gotta wait for the next comeback, they're doing their own thing, you don't get, like, the constant variety show, the constant interview, the constant, like, material just being, like, constantly coming. Right, right. So I guess that that might also just be a factor. And I was remembering when Essa the people were literally just scouring the internet for literally anything about them because there was, like, nothing. And so all you had to go off of liking them and their personalities was, like, ra- like snippets from, like, radio interviews. And I'm like, you're trying to pick someone to bias. So you literally have one song and you know absolutely nothing about them in the slightest. Yeah. True. And, and it's just like, it seems, like and it seems but... so forced at this point. I'm like, you're essentially picking it based off of nothing right now. Mm-hmm. And to like, keep going down this For path, example, it seems like, what's um, the point here? A lot of people did this with um, Itzy. Yeah. And now I can see Itzy being someone's favorite group. A few songs Itzy, later. at least also. Itzy now has a personality. A lot of the members Itzy, of the Itzy had yeah. pre-debut they stuff, had too. They had pre-debut. Yeah. Yeah, but now, but, like, more so now, I can, there's, like, a foundation for right. it. I just think that, like, you get very on that track, and I, I've, I'm i always of the mindset of, like, they just became your favorite in a week when someone else debuts, are they gonna be your new favorite? Right. And I'm not saying that for everybody. Some people will just love a group from debut, especially if you're a newer K-pop fan. Yeah. You'll love a group from debut, and they'll be your favorite forever. Right. I do think sometimes it's, not. it's hard, especially with Espa in particular, because they released a digital single, and there wasn't True. even anything else there. Like, if you have a mini album or something, at least you have some other type More. of music there to go off of, like, what they're going to sound like in the future, maybe. But when you have literally one song and it's a digital single, it's like, you kind of know, but you have no idea if this is the same direction or anything that they're going to do in the future, so it's harder. True. So on that note, you want a you want a funny one? Sure. Let's go Ahem. funny. Imagine if someone paid you to sing and dance for a dictator. <laughs> Would you? No, right? Well, the girls from Red Velvet did. did. I will never forget. They did do that. I don't think this is an unpopular opinion. These are just facts. It is a fact. It happened. And that's the thing that happened. Red Velvet did dance for Kim. There's a picture of like one of the Kim members Jong-un. right next to Kim Jong Un. I think it was Irene or Sylvia yeah. was very unpleased. They looked not happy, and I'm I like, don't think I they wanted be to be there. I really don't think I they don't, did. I wouldn't. I would not want to be there. I, w- I they don't, did not seem happy to be there. I think no, SM was like, "You're doing." I think this. a lot of th- like a lot of things had to be pulled where they're just like, "Listen, can you please just do this one thing for us?" Please. I don't even remember what they sang. I don't remember either, but it was- But it they was, sang something. I remember it happening, and I'm like, oh, okay, okay but why? Why are we doing like, that? Like, why are we doing this? I don't know. Especially, like, with North Korea hating K-pop as much as they do. Like, it's also just Which they, funny. But also not hating K-pop as much as they do. Well, the government of North Korea, The I government think, officially hates everything. Yes, but the people, not, not the as The government much. officially yeah. hates literally everything. Yes. 
But that happened. All right. That, that did happen, that happened. everybody. Just a reminder, Just Red a Velvet reminder. did sing for the dictator of North Korea. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> All right. This next one is fun. Um, mm-hmm. People are always going on about how they prefer BTS's older releases. But I actually think everything they made from Most Beautiful Moment in Life onwards is way better. I guess it boils down to taste, but their newer stuff sounds more refined compared to the teenage angst of their school trilogy and danger. I'm so here's say the one thing, thing that here. this is here's this is misinterpreted that, by a lot of people as I think what the problem yeah, is there. <laughs> I think a lot of people have this thing about early BTS. Mm-hmm. And my thing is I don't ever they're know not talking what they about are they're not actually talking about early, early BTS. BTS ever. When because they say here's that. the thing. Most people say that it's like, oh most people started saying that around DNA. DNA, fake love, that whole era of BTS. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, pre that, what are you talking about when you say early BTS? Because I have yet to hear anyone tell me that no more dreams. Yeah, we are bulletproof part two. Part that's two the, that's and the peak no BTS right there. Are their best songs. Because yeah. that is what early BTS is. Yeah. Because I genuinely think we have reached the point where you can have early. Because most people, I think, are talking about. Because I'm most beautiful moment in life. Danger. <laughs> Or even, like, in I Need You. A lot of people say, I think oh, people, I Need You was peak. I'm like, yeah. I Need You is not early BTS. No, I think a lot of people really enjoy, like, mid, mid-career BTS. And that's what they mean I when like they say early BTS. I like that this is what BTS. we're calling mid-career. Because I think that there's, like, three distinct eras. Because a lot of people, they'll say, oh, I love, like, the uh, Most Beautiful Woman in Life, that era. And I'm like... Okay. I think most beautiful moment in life in wings, kind of not... as a package. People really yeah. enjoyed that, and then the people who hate Western music like dropped Hated off after DNA. that. Yeah, yeah. And I love po. I love all BTS, but I genuinely think that when you say early BTS, what you might be referring to is no, we are bulletproof part two. Yeah, and, and... no more dream. No more dream and danger. Not even danger. Danger is kind of in the mid, mid. mid. Danger and like, like uh, yeah. Boy in love. Boy in I love. think is early BTS. I think that's like the older of boy, hormone is early. Boy BTS. in love and war of hormone are like maybe where I understand early BTS. Like people saying that that's their favorite, but I mean, like danger is danger yeah. is between the two. So like that is where I but could I'm understand not, it. But I think that like who is out here thinking like no more dream and no and yeah. we are bulletproof part. Because I've heard BTS. people say that, and their favorite BTS song is uh, "Blood, Sweat, and Tears," and I'm like, "That's, that's not really early BTS. that's like the end of mid mid career BTS." I don't even know if you can. I feel like the goalposts are going to keep changing because I think that uh, there's a sweet spot for a lot of people who like BTS. Yeah. There's a very sweet there is spot there is of like I need you. It's I need you to, through like uh, spring day. Blood, sweat, and tears. It's, it's yeah, blood, sweat, and tears. Or it's like spring day, not today. I think today. spring day, not today is the cutoff for the like the yeah. sweet spot of people and who like only get, that section of yeah. BTS. Because that section of BTS career is probably what I think most people refer to as early BTS. Yeah. Or even like a lot of people think that's the peak BTS the boy era in love, too. I would even under, I would understand up to boy in love yeah. because I do not think that people are out here saying no more dream and we are bulletproof part two. No, and no, that's peak not BTS. it. <laughs> Those are good it. songs. I enjoy them. I am not shitting on those right. songs because those are good songs. Right, right. But I don't but think anyone's out not here arguing BTS. for peak BTS as those songs. 
the earliest I can think of is people arguing for boy in love. Boy in love, I think that's where I draw the line. Boy in love. But most people I don't find are arguing that. That's their best song. Like, I don't think that is. I don't think most people are arguing that. I find a lot of people arguing, like, I need you or something like that. Like, I get that. Wherein I don't think that's early BTS. No. But I do think that now that we're just arguing about, you know, BTS eras. Yep. Yep, yep. We have, we're we're in the weeds, I we're think. We're in the weeds of this topic. But the, I think we're kind the of point, the, the point here is when people say early the BTS, BTS they don't mean early BTS. No, they might mean mid-tier. Yes. Mid, mid-career. Mid-career, I yeah. <laughs> All right. This next one's also fun. Okay. This next one's also controversial. Ooh. Let's be real. We need to stop fooling ourselves when idols say they left the company but not the group and will try to have future comebacks. It's just another way of softening the blow, giving false hope to fans and not saying they disbanded, but they've basically disbanded. Has any group who's had members leave the company but not the group actually had a comeback? I don't think so. There's only one exception I can think of. There's two. And that's, it's for me, I can think of two. It's 2PM and it's Vix have both done it. Um, that's it, and that's, that's only, only because two. only one member is not in the company. Mm-hmm. It's not multiple members. Because Taekyung is no longer under JYP Entertainment. And Ravi isn't under Jellyfish. And he, they did one comeback when Ravi left Jellyfish, and now Vix is in, like, in, like, Limbo. pieces. Because so they can't. here's the thing with Vix. Vix is no longer gonna do that because, uh... No, because N's not in it uh, anymore. Hanbin. Hongbin left, and N also left Jellyfish, and so I think now so they're I just so scattered that, that Vix is now The dead. only one I trust now is 2PM, yeah. because... Because I trust, I also trust Taekyung as a person. I trust Taekyung as a person. I would trust Taekyung with my life as a person. Yeah. Like, uh, that man, we love that man. Mm-hmm. He's a good man. He is. We trust him. But yeah, no, I think that overall... As if you are not as a as a full or almost full group moving to another company as a whole together, yeah, there's like little to no chance a comebacks are ever happening. But even then, the only time that has really worked is that uh, Block B just sort of switched companies altogether and they continued on as nothing happened. Highlight and then Beast because they started their own company (laughs) exactly, and like they're still together. And that's the only way that you're doing that. Kind of, because then you still have, like, Shinwa still together, and I think they've moved companies. Yeah, Epic Shinwa. High still together, and they've moved companies. Yeah, like, Shinwa had to literally buy the copyright for their name back from SM Entertainment, so they could use yeah. it again. Sexkeys, I think, no. Yeah, they, yeah, they were under DSP, yeah, they now they're in YG, yeah, so. Yeah, yeah, they But they moved. also like, had, like, a, a large hiatus in the middle of their career, True. so. Like, a lot of these groups will move around a bit. But it's very, but they move as a unit. And if you're not moving it's not as that a unit, one pers- yeah, it's not yeah. going to happen. Because a lot of people are still under the impression, and I'm sorry, this is going to be controversial, SNSD is never coming back. No. Um, also, GOT7. Like, GOT7? GOT7? Like, probably no, not. probably not. <laughs> um, who else is Especially not specifically GOT7, like, literally none of them are in the same company. They're all in no, individual companies. Not, not all of them are even in Korea anymore. Mark is left. Mark and Jackson. Mark is left and the country. Jackson. Jackson's gone back to China. Like, where, like, they're so just everywhere. And I mean, sure, yeah, their friendship is still, their friendship is still nice and everything. I'm not saying that these people aren't friends. I still think probably SNSD are friends. Yeah. I still think that a lot of these groups are probably friends. Mm -hmm. But 
are they going to get back together? Maybe in five to ten years for a we'll reunion get, we'll concert. We'll get something sure. eventually, but fuck it. Real actual like group promotions are like probably like, slim to none. Look, anything is possible for having a comeback to get back together. Abba just released That's music. True. It's been forty fucking years. Yep, they did. They did do that. So, like, anything is possible for a comeback, but if you want to wait 40 years for it, Because, like, boy, that's on boyfriend, you. for some reason, is now gonna still be a group. A boyfriend's having, like, an anniversary I don't know what's comeback. going on with boyfriend. But boyfriend yeah. was sort of, like, disbanded by Starship, Starship? forcibly, yeah. I think. I think so, yeah. Because they forgot that they had them, mm-hmm. and then remembered, and then were like, fuck, we, we gotta disband to them. <laughs> We need to do something. It's at least, at least they did disband them. At least it's not like we forgot to disband the group, because a lot of groups are like, like that. Like they did about Miss, like I think, like I legitimately think, uh, uh, JYP did with Miss A. I don't think- I think they forgot. I don't, did FX ever officially get disbanded either? I don't, I do not think so. Yeah. I think it just came to a point where everyone just kind of left, and then it was- Everyone well, is gone. Well, everyone's away, yeah, different companies and everything, so- I mean, technically, they're disbanded now. Sure. All right. But yeah, that's, it's like... It's not no, happening. No, it's not happening. All right. Ready for this one? Sure. This one's timely. So this one, I think, is from a couple months ago. Because this is something wanting... This is someone wanting something to happen mm-hmm. that did end up happening. So good for them. They got their oh, way. okay. Don and Hyanna should do an album together. Mm-hmm. I know each want to create their own identity, but come on. What they have in the K-pop world is rare, and they should use it to their advantage and create hot music together. We now have the results of this unpopular We now have a Hyanna Don album. We do. We have that now. Thoughts? It's, um, well. It's something. <laughs> it's something. <sighs> this is really so, what I realized, that the separation of Hui and Edon was a bad thing for both of them. Like, that was, oh, I yes. think, what ruins both they of them. They are, in a weird way, it's almost like your work wife and work yeah, husband. Yeah, they were work husbands. They needed, they needed each, each other. other. They were work husbands. They needed they each really other. They really needed, needed to each keep other. each other in check. Because And also, <laughs> Hyanna, Hyanna has done a lot of performances with, with men. Yes. Because she did Trouble... This I want to compare specifically to Troublemaker. Yes, yes. Because Troublemaker is the closest in our K-pop conspiracy theory that Hyun and Hyun Sung probably dated. Yeah, I Possibly. feel like that's not, that's probably not that untrue. Who knows? Yeah. But that might have happened. So if we want to compare the two of them, and the thing is they're very, almost very similar concepts. Just done very differently and to varying results. This feels so like Troublemaker so is un- one of the best subunits. Yes. This is not a subunit, but we can compare it to that. Is not good. It's like very also, because Troublemaker was like very sexy. And it now was. here we are with Kiana and Dawn in an actual relationship, and it's like one of the most unsexy things ever. It's all, it's not sexy at all. It is, and it's like they're both like so like weird and quirky that it's like bringing it out like in full no force one, yeah no one like there needs to be a because gra- like thing no was, one's there to reel it seem, in at all <laughs> yeah this does sort of remind you of triple h yeah and i think Hui was a good force in triple h not just because you know a uh, little space wheel. for jesus yeah. because he was like yeah, the space parental and- supervision <laughs> but also because Hui has they both have very similar tones to their voice. They both have this very they do sound higher pitch, very similar. nasally, nearly nasally tone to their voices. Yeah. And that can be a bit irritating, depending on how it's used. 
The last one. He does not have that at all. No. So he kind He's of balances that. the opposite that. of that. Yes. Elsa, for some reason, kind of sounds worse in the last couple of songs she's done recently. Where I think, yes. like, Flower Shower, I think, was the last one I liked from her. But she's gone really full into the nasally thing. Mm-hmm. Where now it's like, there's almost, like, no contrast in where she's just fully in that voice, like, entire songs now. Oh, yeah. And it's... Cause... And that combined with Dawn, who is doing very, like, essentially the same thing, is really a lot. And that there's no contrast between the voices. They just sort of are blending in together. I, think I don't think almost... two people that similar should be doing probably an album together. No. Because if you look at it, Hyuna had that a bit when she was working with Hyunsung. But Hyunsung does not have that tone. Right. He does have like he a slightly a higher. Bit. But like he, he does have a similar-ish tone. Like he does not have like. Him and Hui do not have similar voices right. where he's not as grounding as Hui would be. Mm-hmm. But, like, they complement, their voices complement each other. They're similar enough, but they're complementary. Yeah. Her and Dawn are too similar to the point where they are just bringing out the worst in each they other. They are. And I just look at their stage outfits every single performance they do. They're and not we, fun. They get worse every time. <laughs> they get, they're not fun. They're not good. It's just, I do like, not I, enjoy I that. get the type of style both of them have where it's just, like, very quirky fun and, and quirky. like, very weird. But it's not a thing that I like, and I don't think a lot of a lot of people are that into it because it's just so it's so bizarre. Yeah, not ha- I'm not having a good time with it. Yeah, personally, I think that they should just do solo music. They probably should. They should also probably like um, maybe ask Wee for some musical advice again once he gets out of the military, and maybe he can like help everyone again, just like. I don't know. Ground, he needs ground to everyone come be again. The parental supervision. Again. Yeah, he's got to come be parental supervision for everybody. <laughs> all right, that's fine. We'll work with that. Mm-hmm. All right, next one's fun. Uh, not all groups need rappers. Instead yes. of giving people that can't sing rap positions, yes, yes, maybe they shouldn't be in the group. Yes, they're not rappers. They're just people who can say words fast or in a deep voice or fast in a deep voice. Yes, please. Truth. Please let's not Fact. have, like, useless rappers, because I think all, most groups have a useless rapper. And every I K-pop song doesn't need to have rap in it. How about that? Let's no. not put a rap verse in every K-pop song. I think that groups are slightly getting better at that in that they are either... Because I know a lot of that issue comes from, like, early uh, SM never had good rappers. Mm-hmm. The first good SM rapper was Mark. Yes, yes, Yay, yes. Mark. Good for Mark. He's carrying the rapping of SM Entertainment on his back. Ah, uh, there's a couple of people. The people of NCT are getting slightly better, but yeah, no, Mark was really the first one. And, like, you could even say Stray Kids was the first truly, like, yeah, for good JYP, rappers in for JYP. Sure, yeah. And, like, it took a while for K-pop, because I knew at the, in, especially early second gen, K-pop wanted to have rap. But did not know that, like, when you're training these kids, you have to train them how to rap. Yeah, you like, can't you have just to teach them how to you rap. You can't just throw rap at them and expect you them to do well. You can't just take like the less talented singers and make them and rappers. Because that's yeah. what Infinite did. Mm-hmm. There were <laughs> Hoya and uh... his name is. Dong-woo. I'm so sorry, Dongwoo. I'm so sorry. Uh, Hoya and Dongwoo are good singers. I know. That's the thing. Is like if you're gonna have a rapper in your group having them also be a singer is like great because that Weird. means you don't have to have 
yeah. full like, rap verses in every song. And Infinite does have a handful of songs that don't have any rap. I mean, there's a few, especially current girl groups that aren't don't do that. I think G Friend did never didn't have rap in every song. Right. They didn't need it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Red Velvet has that kind of where like they'll have a rap ish part, right. but it's not a full rap. I don't think verse. Lovelies has full on rappers. No, really. I think Oh My Girl knows when to not use Mimi that way. Right. I think that there are certain, especially girl groups. I think Promise like, Nine is like that. kind of okay with not having rap verses everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. The boy groups constantly. I've all all over the place. And here's the other thing Everywhere. that it's like and these are two of my favorite boys, but they're useless. Um both <laughs> Bowman and Golden Child and Soul of P1 Harmony. True. Um don't get I think don't get Soul's a lot of, bigger problem is that he, Soul I also is probably Korean's not super fluent in Korean, but both of them are starting He's working on it. Both of them get thrown like the as, like, the role pity, of rapper. Pity lines? Because any lines that they have are now, like, weird rap, like, a couple of rap lines, and I'm like, we don't need this. Like, you don't need to be rapping. Yeah. It's an interesting choice. Mm-hmm. I think K-pop needs to, does need to get away from the fact that not every song needs a rapper. Also, voice. I think maybe we shouldn't be debuting groups with, like, four to five rappers if you're not gonna when there's be a like hip hop focus group, yeah. I mean, SF9 you know. doesn't need four rappers. Like, we, there's they nine of you, four of you don't need to be rappers. Like, they they don't. I mean, I thought you were saying, like, because, uh, for example, MC and D has three out of five rappers. He and Harmony also yeah, technically works. is like a like a four out of six rappers, I think. But also, but some, that of, works. some of them they're, double they're, as, also, some of them double as vocalists, so it's not as, like, like, and that, that works because of the concept of the group. Yeah, they also are making more rap heavy songs, so it works for them yeah. better. But like, also like the nine, there are a group. The nine, the nine being seven out of nine rappers. One of them so being people don't. One of the two of not rappers is Esther. It's Esther. <laughs> yeah. So uh, for people that don't know, the nine is the C pop girl group that came out of Youth for You two. two. Yeah. Yes. So, uh, they have, yeah, this nine is members, when you know Produce seven did rappers. not, yeah, this is when you know Produce did not fucking meddle in that show. Seven out of nine of them are rappers and, then and do not sing. The, one of the, one of their non-rappers is their main vocal, who they also have rap a lot for some reason. Yeah. And then, and then Esther, Esther only has the position of who's sub-vocalist. vocal because she can't really do much of anything. So, she can't sing. Yeah. So that's fun. So that's where the nine, that's also pretty unnecessary, so. True. But also I think in C-pop it's different because it is very rap focused, because also like 9% was mostly rappers too, so. 9% had a very similar problem. 9% I think was 5. 5 out of 9 rappers, yeah. 5 out of 9 rappers. That's so many. I mean, it's it's only slightly worse than SF9. That's true. They have four out of nine rappers, and that's and too I, many. And I will say that 9% is probably more rap-focused than SF9. Yeah, Chani, like, kind of doubles as, like, a sub-vocal these days, which is weird, but true. I guess that's fine, because we don't need to have him rapping a lot, so I'm fine with that. True. All right. This next one is only for, I know, because we, we want to defend... Ace's underwater photo shoot from Butterfly Fantasy is epic. There should have been more of these photos in the photo book. The concept looks so stunning. Too bad the title was another aggressive boy group song. That aggressive boy group song was Favorite Boys. No. No, that was that one of the great. best songs of last year. I think it's my third best song of 2020. It's fabulous. Yeah. 
Also, we, I'm pretty photo sure is that is, it's gorgeous. That photo book for that album, I'm sure, is stunning. I almost bought that album because of that photo book. Same, um, same. But I think we also talked about this on our quarter rating last year because we, it took us a while to, like, mentally separate all of the teaser images from what Favorite Boys what was favorite as boys a song. Is. True. But once we did that, it's, like, such a banger. Favorite Boys becomes it's one of so the best. good. It becomes maybe the best A song, <laughs> yeah. period. Mm-hmm. I think it still probably is my favorite A song, so... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's my it's favorite great. of the It's a songs. great song. I think people seeing the teaser photos are probably expecting something along the lines of, like, Vix's Shangri-La or something from them. Yeah. But it's, like, sure, I guess I can see why why you'd be disappointed, because it was a little jarring for favorite boys to come out of the teaser images that we did get, but once True. you listen to the song a couple of times, it's like, well, it's still a fantastic a song. A banger. So. True. Yeah. Alright. I just wanted to defend Favorite Boys. Yeah, Favorite for a Boys bit. a banger. We love that. Fabulous. Love that song. Now we have a Blackpink one. Oh fun. We surprised we haven't talked about them yet. I love Blackpink and I like Rose, but her voice is kind of nasally. It's like she's singing through her nose and not from her diaphragm. I've heard her real voice and it's beautiful. She has such a talent and YG is making her waste it. I agree with this. Yeah, her, she's, I've heard her, like, just sing, like, random stuff, and I think she can sound a lot better sing well. than the way that she is singing in a lot of these Blackpink things, and even her solo music, too. Oh, yeah, her solo music we've called, uh, hey, maybe being Taylor Swift is harder than it looks. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Because that is what I think of when I hear her solo music. I'm like, yeah, mm-hmm. Taylor Swift is doing pretty good. It's like they, I think they, like, very quickly pigeonholed her into a vocal style, and then, like, almost went too far with that. Oh, yeah. Because I think that it is almost now... Because have you ever heard, um, a lot of... This comes a lot with comedians where, like, you start doing an impression and then by the... You do it so much that by the end you're doing an impression of your original impression. Yeah, where it's just not the same anymore. Where it's not the same. Like, you listen to them back to back and they're not the same. I feel like yeah. that's sort of what's happening with Rosé's voice where they, like pigeonhole her into a style and then like write that style write that style to the point where this new style it's like you see it mm-hmm. but it is almost like an exaggeration caricature of the original of her actual voice right because if i think if you listen to her in like early blackpink like boombaya and like whistle and even like playing with fire it's different than where she is now mm. in her solo music and it's like it's not it's like not super jarring but it's definitely you can tell like i think her voice is more way more strained sounding than it yeah. used to sound like and i don't think that's necessarily like a healthy way to be singing either no and i i don't want to not at the rest vocal coach i don't want to say anything yeah. about how she's singing but the fact is like not saying that this is only her doing it a lot of singers especially to get especially in like their record label will put them on a sort of facade or a twang or like yeah. some kind of vocal uh Something to make their vocals stand out and yeah, be different. Yeah. Those, like, quirky, unique vocals mm-hmm. a lot of times. And they're... You can do them. You can sing them well and probably maybe not be healthy or not healthy. That's not for me to say. But it is not your natural voice. And I honestly think Rosé's natural... Like, her voice from before is prettier yeah. to me. I have a fun it's story. It's maybe not as unique, but it's nicer. I have a fun story about a related thing. So I knew a girl in high school who um did that exact thing where she was a decent singer and then added like a weird thing to like the way she sings to be like more unique and like more sort of Mm -hmm. like country pop friendly or whatever 
And then she went to audition for American Idol, and they told her, you need to stop singing that way or you're going to ruin your voice. Probably, because I feel like, again, her, I'm not sure if it's probably ruining her voice, because she probably has, like, a thousand uh, vocal teachers telling her how you do this correctly. Mm -hmm. If you want to just do that yourself, I feel like you're setting yourself up to hurt your voice. Yeah. Like, if you do want to change your vocal style, go to a professional. They'll help you. Mm Mm-hmm. But even, like, with that, sometimes I feel like people, like, not, like, the vocal professionals obviously know, but sometimes I feel like that gets overridden by people who just think that you need to sing this way because that's your style now. Like, fully True. aware of how bad it could I be mean, for your you voice. you can almost, you almost hear that with, like, uh, have you heard, um, V around the, like, Danger era when they had him essentially growl his entire yeah. lines? BTS, their early BTS, V had... V does have a deeper voice than the rest of the BTS members. Yeah. That's, a, that's just facts. But they had him essentially growling his lines. Jin, and I'm like, that's Jin not also healthy. also sounds super weird in early BTS. Like, he sounds so weird. Like, the way they yeah. made him sing, sometimes I'm like, you don't even sound like that. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, I feel like they're all just better now. They're just letting them sing how. Yeah. More naturally. Mm-hmm. This one's fun. Are you, were we good yeah. with this one? Alright. Uh, the way K-pop stands were disappointed that Dispatch didn't reveal an idol couple at the beginning of the year just proves how little they care about idols' well-beings and careers. Instead of disappointed, you should be glad that idols aren't being dragged through the mud for being in a relationship right now. Well, really you understand that an idol's relationship status is more is none of your business and if you're so desperate to see idols exposed for dating you're no better than the people who expose them i do really enjoy the dislike because people are always hungry for drama oh yes always the minute that an idol you like yeah because dispatch had this thing for like years because it was one year it was that was they did the um they did kai and jenny yep they did they did baekhyun and taehyun right probably i forget they did a bunch of people yeah but they've been doing and they do to do it every year in january they would do some they would have one person be exposed Mm -hmm. it's pretty shitty this year (laughs) it's very shitty yeah but i do remember being here on discord on like uh new year's eve and getting the news that kai and jenny were dating and being like what the fuck (laughs) Yep. That was a night, man. I it remember was. that night. Mm-hmm. So I think everybody has this, like, you, you all want drama. That's a reason tabloids sell. Yeah. But then the minute it's an idol you like and the minute your idol's getting dragged through the mud. Yeah. It's, no, stop. It's not necessary. He, give them their privacy. Right, right. I mean, we're all curious about it. Mm-hmm. And I do think it is shitty, and they shouldn't do it. I do think alone. some of the people like who are like this aren't coming necessarily from a bad place, though, because I think a lot of people want to the fact that idols can have relationships and date. I, people yeah. want that normalized. So having yeah. it be public, I think a lot of I think it's been gotten a lot better recently, especially in oh, the yeah. international fan space where people are even getting married. And people are and people are very excited. Immediately, just excited for them. Yeah, there's a lot look less the, negative. Look at the reaction it to now. Bobby's announcement that he is going to be a father. I didn't see any negative reactions so to Bobby being a father. For him. Yeah, look, I'm so excited for him. Trust us, He's we so, are full in on so Bobby. Great. I love him. I love He's him. Great. I'm so proud of him. Yes. Yay. 
thriving. Thriving, we love him. Mm -hmm. But back to this, I think this dispatch kind of sucks. Dispatch as a general concept is pretty terrible. Like they have some great photos. Because this passage is just there for the drama. So they are here for the drama. But like I feel like if K-pop fans try to pretend that they're too good for the drama, that's also kind of bullshit. Yeah. You're not too good for the drama. You like the drama as much as anybody else. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. This next one, I think, will be very short. Uh-huh. Are you good with Dispatch? Yeah, we're good with Dispatch. Uh, the N-Hypen song sounds way too much like a TXT song. When it comes on my Spotify, I always forget what group it is. They seem talented, and I hope they're given their own sound soon. I don't what think song are we talking sounds about? anything what like TXT. What song are we talking about? <laughs> I don't know, but I like to think, because the only thing I can think of is either Fever or Drunk Days, neither of which sound like TXT songs to me. I'm trying to think of what we can even be talking about here. Because if people the are thinking- The only thing I can think of- It's maybe given and taken. Or maybe given and taken. Yeah. Which I also do not think sounds like a TXT I song. I feel like it's- No Ed Hypen song sounds like a TXT song I think song it's possible if you give, uh, if TXT released, like, uh, give and taken right after Can't You See Me, I feel like I wouldn't be surprised by that. But I feel like- but also- I feel like TXT has, like, such a bizarre- like, musical concept? style concept recently that it's like, I don't really know what to even expect for them anymore because it's kind of been all over the place. Here's the thing, though. I can see them, you can, like, sort of get concepts confused. But I, other than maybe Given and Taken, which I can maybe see TXT doing, I, weirdly, I don't know what the difference between an unhyping song and a TXT song is. I'm not a music major of any of any kind. Mm-hmm. But I do not think I would ever confuse them. I, Just because I they I feel like they're not... It's weird, because I cannot put into words why I think this, but I do think that they have different styles. I do think, I do think they sound... They can be pretty similar, just because... And Hypen isn't really that developed as a group yet. They only have too many albums. And no. TXT's music style is kind of all over the place. All over the place? That I, like, I honestly, like, if any of the... T- like Ed Hype and Song showed up on a TXT album, I don't think it would be that out of place. Like I don't think True. they have that My distinct thing is just, music I style. Always, other I than would. other than Can't You See Me, I find that the TXT songs are either much more lively, yeah, as opposed to Unhypen, who is sort of a darker edge. Mm-hmm. I think Unhypen has more of an edge to them than TXT. Well, they're very uh, nope. Never well, mind. Because we, we got emo TXT now. Really emo this year. Yeah. Weirdly, I don't. But it's different. It's but different I do not emo. Think that, I think it's emo with no edge. It's like there is not a singular edge. I could get more cuts from a paper cut than the edges of a TXT song. TXT TXT are smooth as a circle. It's also very different than the Enhypen emo because they're like kind of vamp. Because Enhypen's in the vampire realm, which is that's where they are right now. Like, I don't know how, because I always- And then, like, TXT, TXT is in, like, teenage angst, but in the way that, like, teenage angst is, like, coming from, like, kids who would never actually do anything illegal. <laughs> it's teenage angst for, like, Catholic school yeah. kids. So I, I greatly relate to it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think it just might be because I'm too intimately aware of the differences between different hype label groups mm-hmm. that maybe I know too much about, like, the minutia. Yeah. Maybe the general public can get confused. <laughs> I don't know. I just, you know, they're sweet boys. They are. I think, okay, so one thing I will say about this is that I do think their vocal styles are very similar. Very so if they're getting confused in anything, it's prob- I'd say it's more so that than it is, like, True. musical style. 
Yeah, I think that... Because Hive Labels does have, like, a, a, vocal, a vocal style, style. now. And especially with TXDN and Hypen being, like, the most directly just created by Hive I mean, labels. they were... Yeah, yeah, and they also were debuted within, like, a yeah. year and a half. Like, like, it makes sense. A year and a half of each other, yeah. essentially. So, yeah, I can see that. Alright. Want to do, like, one more? Uh, then let me find a good one. I mean, I, I just want to put this one in here because it's absolutely hilarious to mm -hmm. me that someone put this on the internet. Uh-huh. Uh, Chen could out-sing all the Eyes One members. Who? What does that mean? What does that mean? mean? What does it mean? What does it mean? I don't think someone anyone here is of the opinion me. that Eyes One can out-sing Chen. Like, I don't think that's an opinion anyone has. I genuinely don't know I don't know understand the means. point of that at all. I don't know. I like. I feel like they're, I, they're trying to make a point, but I don't know what point is trying to be made here. I think it's. I, I genuinely don't know. I read it and was like, immediately we have to it's talk. Very like, confusing. At least just say that, it. Like why? <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's another one that I just want to say very quickly. We might be able to get through three of okay. these because there's one, and I have another one that we can get through very quickly, nice. which is K-pop entertainment companies seriously need to come up with better ways to street cast idols because oh, yeah. stalking slash chasing after them as or just randomly going up to a kid and asking hey do you want to be a celebrity without any background context like what company they're from is creepy and invasive it's no wonder why a lot of idols who got street cast thought they were being scammed if some talent scout came up to me at a mall or on the streets when i was a teen and just randomly asked if i wanted to be a celebrity i would have walked away from them thinking there's some nut job and called the police if they even pursue after me yeah they gotta that stop they gotta stop doing that it's real weird <laughs> My favorite is always when they do it, because if they do it in Korea, I feel like you almost have, like, a, just a culture of that. Yeah. I think if, the thing, the weird thing is the American idols that get street casted, where they're just sitting at a mall in LA. Yeah. And some person comes up with a, tr usually with a translator. Right. And just is like, hey, would you like to audition for JYP Entertainment? And the answer is, what the fuck what is JYP what is Entertainment? What the fuck are you talking what about? What are we doing? I also love that how we somehow also cast people from, like, either dance or, like, sport competitions as well. That too. Whereas, like, somehow we need to cast athletes. And so we just go to, like, national I mean, sport a lot competitions. Of, there are a lot of athletes in A lot of idols so were, like, on track to be Olympic athletes and then decided to become K-pop idols. Like, that is, a, like, a multiple people were on that track yeah there's so many people that could have been like we have olympic fencers jackson with jackson yeah. we have uh uh yeah song uh yeah song was almost, like an ice skater there was someone else that was like oh so many of the boys on island used to do so Some, many sports else, like there yeah. were like marathon runners a bunch of them used to be ice skaters some of them used to be gymnasts. Like it's, it's very... really a lot of a lot of people who used to be like very into sports. Yeah, it's just like what are we doing? It's very weird. The street casting. <laughs> yeah. Street casting is a lot. It's really something. Stop uh stop making kids think they're gonna get kidnapped. Yeah, stop trying to like scam children on the street, please. <laughs> Alright, Kayla, I will I will let you pick the last one. Okay. Do you want uh survival shows? Ooh. Or boy groups versus girl groups, or uh, stage presence. Let's do um. Ooh, interesting. Let's do stage presence. That sounds fun. All right, that's fun. 
There's no excuse for not showing maximum effort at your own concert. Music show appearances, I kind of get it. Interviews, I definitely get it. But people paying a lot of money to go to concerts. We can hypothesize for days about migrating circum about mitigating circumstances. All I know is that there are some idols who work so hard that they have no that they have to literally be carried off of the arena by their managers after concerts and then there's some who let's just say they don't. I there's an extent. I kind of get it, but also like we shouldn't having them be working we as hard as we people. have to like br- like carry them off the stage. Like that shouldn't be the standard That's for, too that far. we're comparing people. I on. mean, do you remember second gen where they used to have people in hospital bracelets because they just came from the hospital? Yeah. To their concert. Yeah, we shouldn't be. I mean, doing that's also that. that's also partially why all the members of EXO left. Like, there's a lot of people that just were. Like, I remember watching a BTS concert where they'll come off and they need oxygen tanks because they're breathing so yeah. hard. Like, it, that's not okay. No, it's not. And, like, it's a lot of, it's like, a lot of idols who are, like, they injure themselves will come and they, like, they'll sit on a chair and, like, s- still be present and be there. And I feel like I'm glad that we're normalizing that instead of people going out there and trying to injure themselves, and like, doing choreography This also that they does sort of have do. to do... And this also sort of has to do with, like, all the... We, we've recently had the influx of the quote-unquote lazy scandals. Yeah. Where it's like, oh, this idol, they could be doing more. They're not They're not actually doing their job correctly. da 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 And I'm like, with a lot of that, I mean, to an extent, depending on the idol, there are some circumstances. You also have to think of the mitigate... Again, there are mitigating circumstances. Yeah. Like, you don't know what's going on in these people's lives. Like, I'm not gonna, like, beat up on someone if they're just having, like, a really shitty day and, like, they, yeah. have, a, they have another concert that day and it's just, like, a bad day for them. Like, there's really nothing exactly. you can do about that. Like, if you're having, like, exactly. a shitty like, day, like, it's gonna, like, you're, it's gonna happen. Yeah, and some people just, like, there's better poker faces than others. Right. Some people wear their heart on their sleeve and some people just cannot put up the act some days. Mm-hmm. And I think that unless it becomes, like, if it's a, it becomes a constant pattern. thing where it's happening yeah. every concert, then yeah, that's a problem. Like, or at least something where like, hey, maybe if this is happening every concert, take a step back. Yeah, because if you're doing this every concert, either someone needs to talk to you because it's like any other job. It's like maybe you need to take a break for a little bit. Right. Not that, and like, a lot of idols have been taking like breaks for things like anxiety and stuff now because like they will start having panic attacks when they go out on stage to perform, and maybe that is like some of the stuff that people are seeing and that they attribute to being lazy is like yeah. someone is actively having a panic attack out there when they're performing. So, and like depending on the company, they might not be allowed to stop. Yeah. So overall, I do think that, like, there is an extent where, like, there are certain circumstances where that might be the case of them. They actually are just they don't care. Yeah. Because I also think it's very easy to get jaded in this industry and to just, like any job, Mm -hmm. you can put in minimal effort. Right. You can just start doing that. And, but I also don't think we need to praise unhealthy habits where they're being carried away from an arena by their managers because, Because you know, that's not good. Like, some we also point, like, don't want to be there. Like, you don't want to, yeah. Yeah. Because at that point, like, you'll have people that are like, hey, he broke his wrist during the concert, but he finished it. And I'm like, no, you should have left shouldn't. and gotten that checked Yeah, out. like, I'm not happy that you sat here and finished the concert for your fans. I'd rather you go to the hospital, like, right now. Like, I'd it's fine. I'd rather you get yourself checked. Yeah. Like, please. Don't hurt yourself. Or at least, like, told somebody before the end of the concert. Right, right. 
Something like that. Because if you're out there and you, you get injured and you don't tell anyone and you go out there and you finish the concert, like, that's just gonna you're gonna be get worse more overall. Injured. Yeah, for you and everybody you're else. You're gonna just get more injured, yeah. which is not okay. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I think we're just gonna end on the lively note of, um... Don't injure yourselves, yeah. and everybody just do your Please best. don't work yourself to and exhaustion you. and injury just for, a, like, the fans. Like, you don't need to do that. Yep. So, yay. K-pop on popular opinions. Yay. Some of them more fun. popular than others, probably. Some of them we agreed greatly with. Mm-hmm. Some of Some them are of correct. Them I don't Some of them are just confusing. <laughs> a few of them are very confusing. Yes. Yes, yes. Uh, so that has been K-pop Unpopular Opinions. This may be a recurring series if we can find enough of them, which I'm sure we will because you can literally find them anywhere, so. Hey, if someone wants to comment their best K-pop Unpopular Opinion. We'll put it in the next one. Feel free! When we get get around to it, which will probably happen eventually. Because this was fun. I liked doing this episode. I enjoyed this a lot. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh... If you're listening to us on YouTube, we are also available on all major podcasting platforms like Spotify and Apple Podcasts and all of the places like that. And if you're listening to us there, uh, leave a review while you're there. And um, we also have a YouTube channel where we post all of our episodes along with uh, visual elements if they have any, as well as fun clip videos that we make all the time. And we also have a Twitter and an Instagram account that are linked in the description of every episode. And, uh, we will be starting theme months, essentially, until the end of the year now, after this episode. Yay! So, hooray! We will be having Produce Month around two, um, next mm-hmm. month, which will cover all three of the Produce seasons that aired this year, so... So that is probably in the order of, uh, Produce Japan, Japan Season yeah. 2, then Chuang 2021, and then Youth with Youth 3. Yes, and uh, the end of October will be a lead-in to Asian Drama November, mm-hmm. uh, where Asian Drama November this year is we have watched um, shows that have been remade in more than one country, so, and we'll be going over that, and all sorts of fun Yay. things. And then we get so into our year-end stuff once December hits, so that's going to be award nominations and 2020 boy groups parts 2021 boy groups part two and best and worst of the year and all of that fun stuff so all of our fun stuff so if you want to listen to us talk about k-pop again uh, wait, wait till december summer. yeah that's well i guess if you like survival shows like that's a little bit k-pop but also none of them are korean shows none of them are korean so Kayla. yeah none of them. So, <laughs> if you're like like survival show adjacent things that are whatever there you go um But yeah, we will see you guys in the next episode. Bye. Bye.